can't wait to see you all next Monday if you're listening live or in the middle of the night if you're so inclined. Love you all. Later. Bye, lifey. Jump the line. Work is over. Don't go home. Too much later. Let's not play crumb. Let's go wild. Let's run in the woods. This is the great new life. This is the great new life. This is the great new life. And it's a wonderful world tonight. A wonderful world tonight. It's a wonderful world tonight. A wonderful world tonight. Hi. Jump the fences. Dodge the jump cars. We'll go dancing through the graveyard.
Square, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Remember, uh, man, I don't remember. you're like you got so much shit and time on your hands. 
remembering everything. Right? Next week. Alright? But uh, if you're out there, uh, be respectful, right? That's all we can do. Um, man, I have a little kid, like, I'm on my motorbike, and he's he, kid, kid, like, three years old. He's holding his hand up to his face, like, dude, get a fucking mask on. I'm like, you know, I was going to turn around and, like, school that kid, but I'm, like, riding a motorbike. I can't really, like, do it with a mask on, but... I appreciated this vigor. Alright, next week, be good, be um, as good as you can. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you if you could donate some money, that's cool too, Dad. We're all we're we're broke. We're super broke.
abdomen or since I was broke than omelets. Most skill, knock them out like one kill. Folks ill, a B&E led to folks thrill. After them ships cast to the die was thrown, he really kicked back and just rhymed some more. Damn it, I could polarize a planet, move the whole world if you know where you stand. Living in free fall, playing loss is complete whole. Operator standing by in the police force. Anyone dejected after the next election, probably be projecting their thoughts out satellite encrypted. Safe from scripture. Saw they on the marble, clearing the crystal. Live by the fist and die by the pistol. Flipping our itinerant vibe on the issues. Two to the head, all that's left is whatever was said. Dedicated a decade, medicated. Regret was a mistake. Catch bracket, never waiting a second. Drunk your master, depressing the faders. Objective with respect to haters, they susceptible. Eyes in the sky, contemplate my horizon, elevated. Fuck a receptacle. Everybody wanna be Scarface. Ain't nobody going to jail. It's a hard case. Them cats largely harmless. Left them in all, I was broken than omelet. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> burger mutiny radio thinks you'll find the best burger in san francisco at counter offer located inside bender's bar and grill counter offers menu aims to please your drunk face tater tots are served daily on tuesday nights counter offer serves specials off the taco bell menu only better you can enjoy your favorite taco bell item without the guilt counter offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby.
Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. 
Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of... <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on the podcast by, with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Yeah, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5% percent Right, I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Let's watch full length movies. Let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next month. Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs>
respect the trend. Wide open marketplace, start the race. Monopoly on park is safe. Profits off Arctic's race. Short dark complaint. Cancel a game in the pouring rain. Harsh in the story, strange. Remixing tracks to me to listen. We spitting dope till folks is in remission. Believe creativity, tweak the system. Tweakers on the hill, our leaders in prison. Luminate, we ruminate. My niggas is sick, but roomies great. Stage left, you were late. Ain't hungry, moving food on the plate on the street with no plan. Cruising for you, sick. How much more could you take? Every hope could use a rake. Language is estrangement. Got a problem naming. They know we've from the older ways, stay inside the cypher. The pride pirate MCs leading up the prophecy, but nothing to run and rest. Nothing but bringing the death threats to the rest of the set that came through. With the needle on the Richter, J-Box control time and space. Leo with the bow composer born down the fate. The rest in position, making sure the flow stay great. Spectacular, vernacular found West Coast, but so no accurate. Oh, age, I know, no victim of geography. Obviously, find me on the stone cap of hip hop topography. King of the hill, like yo, get out of me. Yo, king of the hill, king of the hill, fuck it up. But now I'm trying to memorize the verse before tonight. This is the text, rehearse, text, rehearse, take song. Give a fuck, right? Give a fuck, right? I don't give a fuck, right? Give a fuck, right? Fuck up the verse as it's practice. So I'm coming like action to back to me. And I'm burning when they step to me. Actually, factually, ain't no opinion. So we asking me how I get so dope, how I float, 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 and follow the way that he scratch. Now we ready to act. Don't care if we got a mic or not. Ha! Find a damn pill. It's like an anvil and envelope. Been developing an exit stratagem. Counting out cases of men. Holding corners out for paper like Overcommy. Stereotype of story. AR or armed robbery. Simple as ABC. Assault on battery cases. Cases in the trunk. Chunking the tail. Waiting in the water. Waiting on bail. Just the wrong page and they bail with your daughter. Leave you in a state for a launch. Switch plates at the interstate. You're gone. When the rest stopped, I kept on in this way. How many motherfuckers gonna attempt to disrupt or display me this day? This day. No payment, second and say it again, same statement, yo, check it. Exit through the gift shop, everybody out for something, not for profit, at the dollar a lot, on bottle water, T-Ride, I kind of ride on nobody, buys your model the most clothes, go out those doors, do you see them? This city resembles a museum. The city resembles a museum. Exit through the gift shop, pass shadow a monkey mask. Intentional, unconventional, event and new. Mathematical sabotage, unmentionable. Potentially headed up Bellevue. Never knew that it was due for the revenue. Who should I tell? Hell is the movement, doomed as it fails. A bureau mood, Israel, somewhere in Ingleside. And nigga explodes YouTube video. Think a while, the blue move is cute in the city now. All right, I gotta get some headphones so I can hear. Our amazing guest who calls in every week to the Edge of Insanity. And is this, oh, they're not plugged in. Ah, ah, come on, man, get your shit together. Get your shit together, Benjamin. Um, uh, Benjamin, 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 Benjamin. Hey, radio listener. Sorry, I'm sorry, we've got a phone call and I've got to work this out. Uh, but I can't hear the phone call because I'm not plugged in to anything. 
the le- legend on the phone. Let's see if I can get there. Uh, this looks... Can I hear? I still can't hear anything. Why can't I hear anything? What is happening? Uh, hello, hello. All right. Yay. Hey. Is that Christine? Hey, no, Christine isn't here. None of them are here. Um, oh, okay. This is, hi, I'm Pam. Uh, How you doing? I'm 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 doing um, amazingly. You're calling in all the way from New Jersey. I'm uh, up in New York, up New- in the Catskills. Oh my gosh, in the Catskills. Yeah, how is it? How is it? Uh, are you are you lying in place? What is it called? Sheltering in well, place? Yeah, we just stand out of the way, man. <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, but it's funny because I'm looking out the kitchen window at this little road that goes by us here and it's like uh it's like being the last people on earth you know <laughs> it's no traffic what i know i'm in this, in san francisco it's 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 absolutely it's an absolute ghost town everybody is i guess following the instructions oh, yeah. of the stay inside are you showing any symptoms or has anything happened to you no no i don't want to tangle with this one this is a bad boy uh this is a new thing i don't know what the hell it's all about but it's not like any flu that we saw so i'm just uh, staying out of the way like playing dodgeball yeah and you're just yeah. chilling up in the catskills what are you getting uh things delivered to you or how's it oh how's it no working? we just make a quick run we don't shop often and uh just go in town put a little trip around a little mask thing and a glove you know and uh, stay out of you know don't breathe on people so we're we're pretty good citizens as a rule. How about you? Are you staying careful? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not really in in connection with I've been here. I've been going back and forth to the station from my house, but I live in the Tenderloin and nothing has changed. Like there's uh, still Well, the thing is that what are they going to Oh, now tents have to be 6 feet apart from each other. There's like there's no difference yeah. where I live. People are still the exact same people are still outside and have nowhere to go. Yeah. People are inside. Yeah. there's still poop on the street. I mean, oh, the, yes. the only different thing is um people are smiling a lot more at each other. I find so. Yeah. And I, I found I was talking with my niece and I told her I said it seems people are being nicer. You got people making masks at home and making things on a 3D, uh, whatever they do yeah, digitally and all, you know. Sure. And 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 most people are really being cool about this and helpful. And I thank anybody. I got to go over and get stuff for my son at right age, you know, and stuff. And those people, everybody's taking a chance. Who's working in them joints, man? Absolutely. They're they're putting it right up there, and so I I hold a little mask over my face, you know. I ain't worried about it, me getting it, as I just don't want them to think they're going to get anything from me. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't have any symptoms, and that's uh, that's cool. And uh, <laughs> if I get them, uh, I wouldn't have much chance of getting them one of them special beds and shit. Right. Because uh, uh, you know I'm an old dude, and uh, that's the way it should be, you know. Well, that's a nice uh, and, way of you to think it. That well, yeah. I mean, if it becomes, I get a respirator, or, you know, or some guy forty-nine years old who's got two kids he's trying to put through college or some shit, uh, you know, um, I'm at the eighty-eight mile mark. Oh here. wow! What the hell? So I mean, shit. A lot of people that sign a contract for that, uh, if they could, in front say, you know, because. Uh, 
it's a surprise. Uh, it's a surprise to me to become. They used to say, "You ain't gonna be 21, Carl, and you asshole." <laughs> I was, I was young wild. Feel, I mean, I'm <laughs> young 45. Young wild, dude. But uh, but if you get lucky, if you if you're lucky, and you get to be an old fart, or uh, you know, you gotta know. You gotta be sensible about shit. Well, you're. But, I'm. Uh, I'm half your age. I'm. I'm 45. I'm a little less than half your age. Oh, but, you're brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I still feel like I'm 21. I honestly, there oh. are times when I just. Do you experience that as well? Where that'll keep you young, Pam. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> that'll keep you young because right? you can't help it. Uh, I haven't grown up yet. They used to say to my mother when they go to school. He's so immature, Mrs. Carlin. <laughs> he really shouldn't be with these other boys that are older than he is and shit. But it was their fault, you know. They kicked me out of second grade and then sent me to boarding school, and they wouldn't take you unless you were in third grade, so what, they what moved you, me ahead. What did you do to get to get kicked out of school in second grade? Oh, I I call him non a son of a bitch and bastard. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. That's they it. They didn't like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh yeah. But, uh, so they so kicked I, you out of the of the Catholic grade. school, and they second grade. It was second like, grade. Holy, the name of the place was Holy Child Academy, oh, which I think was kind of ironic. Sure, it was a funny place to send me because I was an asshole before I ever got to school. <laughs> and it just that just compounded. Well, okay, but give know. me an example. What was an asshole thing? Because I, I don't think how can a well, second here, grader like be an I'm asshole? Well, here I'm three and a half. Okay. Okay. And my mother has me dressed up like little Lord Fauntleroy with a Eton collar and all this bullshit. And it was when my father and my mother were together, and he was making big money in 1936 when everybody else was on their ass. You know? Sure, we were. And we're still living with a doorman and a fucking elevator operator and shit like this. And I'm going down on the elevator with my mother. And this nice lady pets me on the head and says, what a nice little boy. What is your name? And I looked up at her and I said, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, she says, uh, uh, my mother starts to, you know, uh, cop out for me. Oh, he hears the garbage men say that and the truck drivers, you know. <laughs> and uh, I said, uh, my father says that all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so uh, that's what I mean about being an asshole. Well, you, it, comes, it comes natural for a lot of it. It sounds like you had an entitled, you had an entitled youth, and I guess oh, that's yeah. just what uh, comes from that. When you have a doorman, when you're three, and everywhere you go in the rest of the world, I mean, I wonder what the kids right now are gonna, the kids that are like oh, three cool. or five. Everybody, everybody adapts. It's just a catch. What life is is just adapting, man. Right. We left him when I was five years old, and George was like two months old. Wow. And it was a, it was the best thing that ever happened. I never looked back. Huh. I didn't I didn't get along with the guy, you know. Well, but did you go from being super rich to being uh, poor, or what happened? Was no, did, we you... weren't poor. My mom got a gig cool. uh, as a uh, executive secretary, which she had before, and she and my aunt set up the apartment, and they brought the two of us up, and never missed a meal in my fucking life. That's great. Wow, yeah, that's such so, feminism at a time when, wow, that's so fucking progressive. Oh, like, like before I say, 1940? My, that's When they insane. talk about all that empowerment and all that, my, my mother was didn't wait to be empowered. Right. My mother just was power. Sure. She was little, but she had a great opinion of herself, 
and was not afraid to speak up and uh, and and was capable of what she did. Yeah. And so she got kicked out of Catholic school. I don't know, you know, <laughs> when uh, too much uh, bracelets and lipstick and stuff like that. And uh, they sent her to uh, Washington Irving, a public school. This is New York City. Sure. And this would be back like around... Uh, she was born in 1896, so that'd be around nine, early 1900s. Sure. You know? Wow. And, like pre-flapper yeah, so when stuff. She, Fun when times. she uh, graduated high school, she went six months. Six months to uh, a little business school. She learned uh, steno and uh, typing, and then she didn't go look for a gig. She put an ad in the editor and publisher magazine, uh, uh, a thing for the ad people way back then, way way back. And it said, a position wanted executive secretary. Wow, so yeah. progressive. <laughs> she put it out there, man. She created her own media before yeah, there was oh, yeah. even... She, just, she had a good opinion of herself. That's great. And she was very capable. She could size people up. Wow. Yeah, yeah she knew. You know, she knew a lot. And uh, she stimulated George's mind and my mind yeah. with words and shit, you know. Sure. But we weren't out to be good boys, so that didn't that part didn't work. Well, for that's her. good because being good is boring. Who wants to be <laughs> well, boring? Well, it was it was not our natural way. Sure, it was, the natural thing for me was anywhere, any time I went to a new school or any time I was in the service or any time I changed job, whatever. I I I'm in with the assholes on the second day at work. <laughs> Were you in World War Two? No. Okay. Korea time was our trip. Korea. You were in Korea. No, not me, man. Oh, not okay. me. No, they lied. I thought I was going to be a gunner. I joined the Air Force to be a gunner. But gunnery school had been closed for two years. The recruiting sergeant lied. That's such <laughs> a funny trip. And I don't give a shit. I had a lot of fun for four years. I had a lot of fun. Nobody shot at me. Wow. <laughs> no, I was an Air Force radar operator. Oh. I was nothing. I was a... Like a PFC and an Airman Basic, and a PFC and an Airman Basic, and a ten days a sergeant, kept court martial, busted. But I had a lot of fun. I had did a you, lot of fun. Was man. it those sounds? Did you just constantly hear boop? Uh, they were boop. caused by me having Beep. fun in town, Beep. getting drunk and being young and wild. Oh yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, it's funny now because we see the military in such a different light, and I don't oh, think yeah. that. Do you like to read? Oh, I read a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, do yourself a big favor, and I'm telling you, man, get a book from Amazon called Highway 23. Highway 23. Which war is it about? Patrick Garland. Patrick Garland. That's me. That's you, Patrick Garland. Yeah. You wrote a yeah. book? I wrote this book, You yeah. wrote a book? Oh, my God. And it's a goofer. It's a goofer, man. It's a, I stole a whole lot of shit from my own life. Well, it's your life. Yeah. You know, my own time in the service. But I made him a little bit nicer guy. So it's a uh, fiction book. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a, what do they call it? It's almost a memoir. Right, fictional memoir. They've just. Except I, I didn't, I, I made him like 90% asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun writing it, and people who read it like it. Patrick Carlin. Tell us the name of the book again. I'm going to. Highway music. 23. Highway 23. And, and that's and, a highway in Michigan that runs from Ann Arbor up the side where Michigan looks like a little mitten. Sure. Then by Saginaw Bay and all like that. And that's where we would have our fun on our off-duty time. 
All right. And uh, it's a nice story. It's a love story. Sweet. And uh, the favorite person, as you read this book, Pam, you will love Joan's mother. All right. Lady named Jill. And she sees the worth in, uh, she sees the worth in Joan's boyfriend. Loser, Eddie loser boyfriend. Who's in the service. <laughs> loser uh, asshole boyfriend. in the frat house. 90% asshole. But she sees the good in them, you know. Yeah. And she's, a, she's been down the trail herself. And it's a lot of good mother-daughter shit in there. Cool. I mean, it's not just a guy's thing. It's, it's a hell of a nice story. I really like it. When, did you, I, if, when did you write this? I wrote it uh, a couple of years ago. When we got back here, but we came back in 1996, and I said, I want to write a book, you yeah. know. So uh, I did that. And how, then long did if it, you, how long did it take you to write? I'm just curious because I used to write. Oh, I took my time on it, but because it just spilled out when it got time to really do it. It mm. was very easy. And I remembered things from Alaska, like the tunes we played up there. You know, because you wind up in Alaska if you have too much fun in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they send you. They send you from the worst, coldest place to somewhere. It's it's, it's cold, but I guess prettier. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you have fun there. You always have your own kind of fun no matter what they do. It's a, it's an amazing thing. Oh, hey, I agree with that. This has been yeah. the most fun it, apocalypse ever. It, it works ever. out, you know. And I'm going to put you, since you're a reader, I want to put you on another trip if, you're, if your head is really bizarre. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Uh, now, this one, that, that, that Amazon one, I don't know what that cost, maybe 15 or 20 bucks. Oh, I've got money on my PayPal. It's a regular it's book that you get yeah. to hold in your hand and keep. Yeah, I like that stuff. Yeah, I do too. I'm, but my other one I'm going to apologize for. It's the only thing I got. It's called Quinn's Bar and Grill. Quinn's Bar and Grill. And this is on Kindle. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's only $4.99, Pam. That's a steal. Oh, it is, because I'm going to tell you what's in it. There are seven different short stories in there. Oh, I love short stories. That I have this one-eyed bartender in Quinn's Bar and Grill at 125th and Broadway in New York City. He hooks up with this chick from Kansas who's a hippie running a stash house. And uh, they're back, we're in the 70s. The steel ball is getting ready to swing on Quinn's Bar and Grill uh, in January 1978. And the bartender wants to get everybody together. Meanwhile, his little girlfriend, uh, Allison Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, great. man. Oh, I goofed with this. I, this is definitely worth four dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, and yeah. smoke a big joint before you get into <laughs> it. Uh, they smoke reefer all through this trip, and it takes place in a bar that that that's just I made it up out of these other bars we hung in. It's like the Moylan where George hung out at, sure. and uh, you know Grippos and the Five Hundred Club where we hung out, because they're basically West Side bars. And uh, the people in there, every kind of people are in there, you know. It yeah. ain't just all Irish. I love it's bar everything. stories. I, I mean, I spend a lot of time in bars as well, so. Oh, well, you would, you've got to get Quinn's Bar and Grill. Quinn's Bar and Grill. Kindle, four ninety nine. dollars yeah, steal. Oh, yeah, again by me, you know, Patrick. And the Patrick thing is Gar on that, Pam, yeah. that on this Quinn's Bar and Grill, 
I didn't know if you're into writing and you're into reading and shit, you'll get a kick out of this. I after after Highway 23, I wrote a thing called Kien fucking Sabe, <laughs> which it's just uh, it's just scraps and shit that I wrote, but it's all it's all goofy shit in there. But it's not like a novel. There's no story to it. It's like essays and thoughts and sure. uh, it's it's an interesting little thing. And uh, but the, when I got to Quinn's, I had these short stories, and you can't. I said, I don't want to just have a book of bullshit. So I took it. I incorporated the short stories into my main plot. Oh, rad. Yeah, That's man. That's a great idea. And I got a professor dude who's not a real professor. He's just a guy who knows a whole lot of shit about a whole lot of different things, you know? Yeah. And he's bounced around here and there, and he's a buddy of the bartender. So the bartender lays these stories on him to read. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. yeah so you I found put a story a in a story. It, that's great. Yeah, so they do that shit, and then all these crazy poems and shit that I've written over the years and didn't know what to do with. That's so smart. I threw some of them in there as things that Allison writes, but then early on in the story, I have poetry night in uh, in Greenwich Village, New York, which would be like Frisco's uh, North uh, Beach. you know the uh, the yeah. gay district. We're, yeah, sure. Castro or in North Beach, there's yeah, a lot like of poets. Yeah, like Castro. Stuff. City, yeah, okay, it would be like that. And this is this is down in Greenwich Village, and uh, and he and the girl go down there for a, a poetry thing that she wants to be in, and she writes she reads her poem. Uh, Hopelessness is not a bummer. It's just a guitar strummer. And the band cuts in, and the band is like a riff on the New York Dolls. And uh, it's a, it's just a whole very trippy thing for weird people. Yeah, hey, a way to I love poetry, and if you're working poetry into the book, that's that's a lot of fun. Oh, it's a double treat. It's yeah. a double treat, man. Yeah, and then when she's on the run, she also gets into a trip with a, a dude uh, who's you know living up the mountains, but he's not into religion. He's just a, he's a guy like a Dalai Lama, but he's strictly not into religion. And he's got a big bin there, the the secret of life bin. And if you're stupid enough to ask the meaning of the secret of life, you get a little capsule and you read it like a like a fortune cookie, and it might say life is about not getting caught. Ah. And after that's after contemplation and all. So there's a lot of humor in it, and it's they're both real good things to read. I'm I'm so glad I. Talk to you today. I was just uh, I was just reading this morning about Frank O'Hara and in the new school uh, the New York New School poets, and that he got run over by a dune buggy in on Fire Island. Isn't that wow. crazy? Like he was forty years old and he was on Fire Island partying it up, and he got hit by a dune buggy and died. And, and he died. <laughs> yeah. And he was uh, like this. He was this poet in the, in the you know late fifties, early sixties. I know, but I just I just love poetry, and I'm I, that's oh, so exciting. Oh, good for so, you. Yeah, know, because so cool. I got a lot of uh, uh, I got these poems, and I assign them to different poets who get up there to do their trip at this uh, Halloween poetry festival in Greenwich Village. Yeah. And uh, like one uh, one guy gets up and he says. Uh, I was sitting by the river watching last night's condoms float on their way to Madagascar or some other place remote. Oh, that's great. When I saw two turds break surface, 
through a growing oil slick. And I thought, Jesus fucking Christ, the Hudson River's sick. <laughs> Isn't that a nice little ditty? That's great. <laughs> I love it. It's accessible. It has rhyme. It's hilarious. That's great. Yeah. Oh, and- yeah. I got some yeah. fucked up shit in there, man. Hell and uh, I got, you know, I got women. I got a woman in there, and I got, she's like a militant chick. And she says, you start out your morning with a 62-ounce quick freezy, and then you eat that beef jerky and this and that. Now you're sick, and you want me to pay your hotel bills. What the fuck are you, crazy? <laughs> it, <laughs> sounds, like it sounds Bukowski-esque, oh, it's your a, character. It's a, like... It was a cathartic for me. Yeah. 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 Cool stuff. Oh, I could I could recommend those two things very yeah, highly yeah. Everybody, to you. Patrick fam. Carlin, if you're listening in. This is usually the edge of insanity. Uh they're not here today, but Patrick still called in because he's awesome and we've had this really fun conversation. I can't believe you're eighty eight. You're I like I can't either. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> but you're so like you're you belie your age with your voice and your quickness and your cleverness. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm well, just, like they said, wow. he's so immature. <laughs> I'm waiting to grow up, man. Do you actually feel like that in your mind, though? Do you feel like oh, you're yeah. still... You're oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Give me hope. Yeah, I guess it's where your head is at, man. Yeah. Yeah, I got a baton in the back seat of my car. <laughs> if they do road rage on me, I'll teach them some stunts. <laughs> do you uh, Do you still party? Uh, I only smoke reefer and oh, shit. Okay. Okay. And I uh, and I, I hang out over with at Levon's uh, studio up here, where they have bands and not because now it's not happening, but they have bands in and stuff. And I like musicians. I can't play a lick, but I like to listen. Sure. So it's not like really uh, a partying time because I've been married. See, wow, we've been married about sixty something years. Ooh. Oh yeah. So uh, I'm a home guy. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah. yeah you're nested. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I, you know, if you got a wife, you sure as shit don't need a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> How can you have both? I mean, yeah, it's impossible I mean, to know, please one woman, let alone two. I used to look at these pictures like Goodfellas, and they would have Thursday night would be girlfriend night for the guys in the in the uh, outfit and stuff like that, you know. And uh, it's tragic, really. They had one. It was it was uh, these these mafia stories are beautifully done, you know. And if you're in New York City and you you bumped into the guys here and there, and you know, and, and uh, it, it, when the, the, I love the sentimentality of like the guy is there with his chick, and his old lady has put him. They become estranged because he's such such a ball buster. And Jerry Vale, I don't know if you know his voice, but it's a beautiful, beautiful voice, and he's singing. Pretend you don't see her, my heart. Da dee da 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 da. You know. Well, it's so and easy so to be movies, romantic with a girlfriend. These, oh, they're good stuff. They're good. There's a lot of lot of tragic love affairs and shit. You know. Sure. And if you're lucky, you know, when you're young and you're bouncing around, uh, you get your heart broken and shit like that, and then you get well quick. I mean. You get well. Falling in love is a lot of fun. Oh, so. yeah. But they're like, uh, it's like having a cat. Eventually, <laughs> it's going to die, and you're going to have to bury it. That, yeah, yeah. The, you got to let the bodies fall where they may, yeah. and those bodies are going to fall you'll somewhere. See, you'll see in Highway 23, Pam, that Eddie Flynn believes the same thing I do, and he tells her, 
first comes lust, then comes love. See, and I, yeah. I see that even in my situation. Me and Marlene married 62 years, and uh, when I first seen her, I didn't think, oh, wow, I'd sure like to discuss nuclear physics with her. <laughs> fair. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. fair. Yeah, I looked across that bar, and I said, oh, oh I want some of that. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then you go after it. And then, then lust, uh, lust settles after a while. And uh, love sets in over the years. Love, you know, when the people say I'm in love and they're young, they don't mean I'm in love. They mean I want to fuck you. Right, sure. And then that's it's, it's nice. That's good. That's where it starts. You know, so I'm pretty realistic about a lot of shit. Isn't that funny, though, because religion says that sex is where it ends. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, you oh, do yeah. all oh, these yeah. things. You do yeah. all these things, and you have to do all these things in order to have the sex, as opposed well, to... Well, you, you, I'll tell you about religion. When you get to Highway 23, Eddie talks to Joan, because while he's in Alaska, uh, she had a car accident just before he went and all so she'd be in and she's not going to Michigan University she's at a Catholic place almost like a almost like a nunnery and uh, he gives her a little he tells her all about religion when he gets back from Alaska and she understands it's, to me personally just as a person it's a, it's the cruelest hoax that that mankind has played on himself oh sure yeah. It's just bullshit. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's just fucking pure bullshit, it's man. It's that it's that we that but we like the hoax. I think that we I like do. a they story do. and we like fantasy and yeah. it's easier oh, for you're people. You're on it, Pam. Right? It's easier to love a fantasy or to experience a fantasy than it is like cuz like you said lust is a fantasy, love yeah. is real. And so if you you know, it's almost like religion is a is a lust. Yeah. That you have yeah. to fulfill so that you're not scared of dying ah that's yeah. the whole thing with the coronavirus right now i'm like you know i confront my own mortality all the time i'm scared of dying constantly so good for you this that's, whole... that's just being realistic yeah well and i'm trying to live all my moments to like you know i good. could get hit by a bus but so now with all this corona stuff, i'm like we could die we could die i'm like yeah and it's the same as five minutes ago like all yeah. of us could die like anything yeah. could happen and you tell them it's not we could die you will die yeah we're all yeah exactly <laughs> eventually, eventually you're gonna go away man right uh, something's gonna get you and uh or you're just gonna unwind you just be so goddamn old that you just everything shuts down sure. and that's cool too but uh but you gotta look at that i'm, I'm i've been very fatalistic uh for the past few years and we we think about it and uh not in a, a way, it's just a way that it's going to happen, you know. Yeah, yeah. When my brother died in 08, man, that was, uh, that was a very heavy scene for me. I'd known him since he was born. Yeah. You know? And it really tore me up. I mean, I just was really, really torn apart. But uh, he made it so nice in his will he had stuff like rock and roll music that he wanted played wow and he wanted us to wear bright colors and yeah. stuff like that and he had everywhere that he wanted his uh ashes to be distributed sure he wanted some down by the bonsoir club down in Gre greenwich village and some 
up in the neighborhood where he smoked his first joint. Right. And uh, some up in where he was at camp when he was a kid, and he won a little drama thing. Every summer he would win as a, as, in a, some kind of things of kids singing or telling sure, sure, jokes or whatever. Show. Yeah. And yeah, and uh, so we he made his funeral uh, like a happy occasion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for all of us that were distributing his ashes, man. Oh, that's so cool. And uh, Kelly had the ashes in the urn, and we went around, and uh, uh, we a buddy of ours from a bar where he hung out, and we all were smoking joints, and it was just a, it was a send-off for him, like, you know, yeah, what the hell. So that's how I wanted he, to be. Uh, he was always was thoughtful. Yeah. Even in death, he was thoughtful to make it a, a different thing than just standing there in a black suit. Right, and feeling sad. Yeah. He told you what to yeah. feel, he, and he, he said, feel happy. He had style. George had style, and he, you know, he never forgot that I was his bro. Hell yeah. And uh, we really enjoyed each other, and then he's gone. I talked to his spirit every day. Right on. I talked to his fucking spirit, so... And and I, my mom and all of these memories, that's all life. Some guy, a famous guy, said life is just memories. Uh-huh. And one of these guys in Bartlett's book of quotations or something like that, so... So that's that's where well, that's at. I, I believe I believe too that um, I don't necessarily believe in an afterlife, but I believe no. that I believe that thought is real, and that any time you think about somebody who's dead, because they're your there. thought is re- real, then they're alive. So yes. So any yes. remember? So when you have a book, and w- when I read Highway Twenty Three, you live forever in my brain and in that book and in that connection, because it's and a half life of memory sort of dissipates. But that's money. how we. I feel like it's people are still around. I oh mean, yeah. Anytime oh, yeah. you listen to a comedy album, or you watch a movie, or you read a book, or you listen to a podcast, or you read oh, a letters yeah. that someone wrote that your mother wrote to you in 1942 or something. Oh that yeah. You're, you're on the money. Yeah, you're awakening that in your mind. That therefore that person still exists. They're still around because your thoughts are real. So yes, you're right yeah. there. So this is wonderful that you have this program, Pam. Well, uh, this is this is the edge of insanity. I'm just here because it's the COVID-19, and I'm here for the Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike and Carl at 2 well, o'clock. what do you do? Well, they pre-recorded, and so I'm just going to press play at 2 o'clock. Oh, um, but what do you do, Pam? Oh, I own the station. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, this is my... That's a wonderful outlet. No, let me tell yeah. you something. Uh, I enjoy Paul because he just lets me rip, you know, and we do our thing. And uh, I'm so happy to find that you own that station because you have an outlet there for uh, uh, things that I would like to do uh, toward helping old people uh, not get dementia. Well, I mean, uh, I've got a thing together where I do about two hours or so of tunes that are new and old both because you got old people and then you got Guatemalan caregivers there pushing their wagons around. Yeah. And so uh, right behind right behind something like Roll Out the Barrel, I might play something called uh, 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 Kien Sabe. Right on. By Christian Mayer, M-E-I-E-R. And he's Argentinian. Rad. But it's got that big boom, boom, that good beat, and all of that stuff. So, 
uh, it's a it's a great program toward jogging the old minds from yesteryear to now, and all of a sudden Stevie Wonder will jump in doing an old thing like Yester Me, Yester You. So I mean, it's a good and, program and idea and all. Absolutely. And music. my dream is to have that going into all the places where the old people are at. 100%. Because yeah. it and, triggers uh, their memory. What would you, you call it? Like when they used to syndicate a program? Yeah, they, they still could. Hey, if you want to send, send me the music, I'll play it on Mutiny Radio. I, I think that's really exciting because if you're triggering people's memories and making them think, when we allow people to passively imbibe images all the time, it's like eating applesauce. It's just mush. And so we're not engaging our brains and not even, I think even reading out loud to people is more important than vapidly imbibing the images that TV just feeds us and or uh. Netflix or, because if you, even if even if you aren't able to read the book with your own eyes anymore, you're still hearing the words and creating pictures in your mind from those uh-huh. like bits of code, and and you're engaging your brain, and and we have to continue doing that, otherwise, what's the? It does just slip away. I, I don't know. Dementia is the scariest thing for me because I can't imagine not being able to think, you know, like, uh-huh. <laughs> deeply about things. That would be, I, I don't know. That's just a scary. I know what Pam. Pam, I know what you're saying. Dig this. This is from the other morning. I do, every morning I do a set of 13 tunes home here. And I don't play them or anything yet because I'm waiting for just the right format here. And we were going to have some people open a place here on Easter. But, you know, that's just not going to happen. But the other morning after I played my first set, I smoked a little joint. And I came back and it was 8.40 a.m. So I said, 8.40? Hmm, that's twice 420. And I started out with, bro- I jumped right into Brother Lee with Citizen Cope, and I followed up with AM Radio, Everclear, and I went back then to Making Thunderbirds by Bob Seeger. Oh, wow. The big yeah. line moved one mile an hour so bad it really hurt. And then from that, I went to Yester Me, Yester You with Stevie Wonder. Then I went to Roll Out the Barrel by the Old Timers. Palisades Park by Freddie Cannon, and Live and Let... Oh, then I got into... uh, I slid into the Beatles with Live and Let Die by McCartney. Nobody Told Me There'd Be Days Like This by Lennon, and Photograph by Ringo, Bangladesh from the live concert by George Harrison, and I ended up with Blue Jay Way. And Blue Jay Way, when I was a limo driver back around 1980, I parked up on Blue Jay Way and smoked a joint in honor of the Beatles. Yeah. Wasn't that nice? Yeah. And that's what stimulates my mind, see? While I played those things, the next thing I played was While My Guitar Gently Weeps. And that's when me and my wife and our kids, they were little then, they were like 10 and 8. And we came down from Vermont to visit my mom and aunt. And we were smoking a joint in the kitchen playing an old Beatles cassette, because uh, this was, like I said, around 1975. Sure. And uh, and my mom comes in the kitchen, and we got her loaded without her knowing it, like a <laughs> contact high. We blew smoke on her and all. And when she was into poetry, Pam. She was into poetry, too. And she says... Oh, I didn't never knew those Beatle boys wrote such beautiful lyrics. <laughs> oh, so Mom had a nice 
got a nice load on without knowing it, you know. That's great. And and those memories, that those songs would trigger those really vibrant memories. That's what they do. Yeah. See, Pam, that's, yeah. where, that's what I'm telling you. You're on the money. Yeah. Because uh, when I see that, I see the, uh, the whole trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, next time I played Happy Days Are Here Again. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's and then you got you got people you never heard of. I got a freaky tune for you that will. It's called Solar Pilgrim. Solar Pilgrim. And it's by a guy called Twain. That's all the name is is Twain. T W A I N. And it is the dreamiest song. If you want to like. I'm gonna look it up on YouTube right now. Solar Pilgrim. Oh uh, And then yeah. we have to get your last thoughts because. Uh, you coming gotta, up at you two o'clock out of there. is yeah. Is let's watch a full length movie. So what was that again? It was Solar Solar Pilgrim. Pilgrim. And the dude's name is Twain. T W A I N. So think about all this shit. Yeah. And uh, keep uh, keep my home phone number here. Sweet. Uh, it's what is it? It's eight four five. Eight four five. Six eight four. Six eight four. Five one five two. Rad! You just gave that over the internet. <laughs> oh yeah. Everybody, I'm if you want to call Patrick Carlin and talk to him about the future or the past or songs, it sounds like yeah, you've got it. his number now. So. <laughs> You're well, there amazing. You go. <laughs> I am. Or if you so... want to tell me to go fuck myself, I don't care. Oh no no yeah, <laughs> I, I'm sure that's what everyone's doing now, right? Thank you so much for calling. I am so glad that I was here to accept the call, and it's such an honor to speak to you. And oh, I can't wait to read your that's book. That's a two-way street, Pam. And we're gonna that, play I'm Solar just Pilgrim. happy that I, I met someone whose head is as fucked up as mine. Hell yeah! So yeah. that's very wonderful. And you have a beautiful time now, and we'll, I'll tell Paul all about this Thank shit. you so much. Well, we've got it, and I'm going to put it on oh, the night the playlist so everyone can hear. Thank you so Tell much, Patrick Carlin. For me. <laughs> Yay. Bye-bye. All right. Well. Hey, everybody. That was Patrick Carlin, uh, brother of now uh, R.I.P. George Carlin, and that was right. <laughs> A nice 60 minutes, how you get any pussy with that thing? It's pretty loud out there, we could probably turn it down. I'm drowning in it! The flash flood, there's water around my ankles. You have to... Put the sandbags down! There's so much moisture! Okay. Dear. And there, now, whoa, hey! Nathan, you need a microphone. He shall have it. <laughs> Hello, listeners. It's Pancake. The I'm here. I made it. <laughs> Nathan, I love here. I love your pretentious shirt. Yeah, I love it. To everyone that doesn't know what Supreme is, they just probably think that you're pretentious. Yeah, like it's like self-labeling. I see that a lot, and there I I get the worst reactions from people, especially older, like middle-aged oh, and like up. People? Yeah, they're like, "Oh, your shirt actually says what you are on the inside, and if your shirt says murderer, you know, cold-blooded killer." I feel like you could really get a look going if you wore some rings, like some rings on all of your fingers. I need to, yeah, maybe and some eyeliner. Gloves, maybe some. Like a big jail. A gl- but but rings big enough so you can see the <laughs> them poking underneath the glove. I'd oh. like to see some purple gloves, some lavender, lavender. from pretentious gloves. Are they velvet? What kind of gloves? Sure. 
<laughs> one minute in and we're already getting something visual, <laughs> so no one has any idea what we're talking about. Hey guys, how's it going? Great. Yeah, great. You know, what is the, what? That's the shitty mic that's the quietest. So you get we're doing great, Nathan! I'll be the listeners. We, we're here. Uh, did we learn anything since we've last seen each other? No. I can't even hear myself. Yeah, take the take the baffle off. I'm just there supposed to go. stress and stress and stress. Everything Check. before this Dude, event as seems like a hundred years ago. Or get the one from out there that's really long that says one, and that's the best one. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Pulling back the veil for everyone. What were you guys talking about before we got here? Nothing. That's brilliant. I'm into that. I was just uh, watching... So much Netflix. I have I've I haven't been watching Netflix uh since it all started. I've been watching a lot of YouTube and recently I got to play with um a friend's uh China. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right on the head. (laughs) Pam, thank you. I also got to experience Video games for the for the first time in a couple months, maybe a year. Oh yeah, a year solid. Yeah. A phone phone games are not the same. Solitaire, Snake, Tetris. They're no, name not the some same. more. Name some more. Pancake, pancake. <laughs> are you are you sad that what's her face went back to what's that country? How sad are you? <laughs> I'm pretty sad because none of her jokes land. Did you write any poems? Her jokes? No, no, no. He's talking about Savage. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know. What do you mean none of her His jokes His heart land? weeps. His heart weeps. Did she write jokes for you? I was I was referring to a, a bunch of people who were going back to their countries. No, 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 no. They forced Elizabeth out. Yeah. Um... What was the, the question? Doesn't want to talk. Do you just not want to talk about it? He doesn't want to talk he about it. He doesn't feel heart. comfortable with this conversation. His heart's still hurting. Just give the man some time. Oh, we don't. We don't have any listeners. So what does it matter? Who knows? Hey, hey. Oh, wow. It's a it's a it's a pandemic, man. People are locked in their home, and they're like, "Where am I going to find the real news?" Oh, I know. <laughs> Mutiny Radio. I'm going to check in and make sure that pancake is giving me inflammatory panic driven <laughs> headlines at seven minute intervals panic oh did you hear this one <laughs> nope and i don't want to you know why because i'm happy are you happy happy I'm birthday okay. nathan oh, yeah. happy, happy birthday you. week it's your birthday, birthday. week no one gives a fuck exactly rip my ass and suck my cock not up on my chest <laughs> Hi to my uncle who's listening to this from Tennessee. And hey, Nathan's uncle. This is what my friends are like. Hello, Nate's uncle. Oh yeah, I know. No, it's it's been a cool birthday. <laughs> Not on my week. chest, Nathan's. It's uncle. your birthday. Birthdays it's, don't matter after twenty five. Nothing. Ma- it's nice it that yeah. It's nice to have friends around. It was a little weird with the corona because people just like reaching out through the phone and stuff like that. But you guys came through and brought me that awesome cookie cake. So that was amazing. Thank you so much. It was, uh, it was, there was a lot of weed in there, and I watched a lot of shows about space. Uh, <laughs> I, I, people who say that, you know, I couldn't travel for my birthday, I sure did. Yay. I sure did, yeah. Really got out there. It was, <laughs> it was a good time. And there's, then Pancake there's came more over. weed food here if you want a weed, a weed, oh, little caramel muffin thing. Good, just redose, just oh, tap the vein. And you guys, uh, you guys experienced, uh, some mind expanding. Not on, no. Preferables, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you had you you had a Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. 
and but it was on a, a weekend. Yeah, we uh, fermented kimchi. It really uh, does wonders to the body. Fermented you, kinda, kinda opens you kimchi. up. Microbiomes. I've been really Microbiomes. stressed about. Yeah, Sam's gut biome. I yeah, so was we all thinking took some, ki- some kimchi, and we went to. No, the not beach. all of us. Just does Sam anyone we're just have clean about poop? Him. Does anyone have clean poop for a good transfer? Why are you getting tested? Oh, are you trying to get a colostomy? I just want. I just want to be <laughs> safe and clean. I want some some good bacteria in my lower gut. I think there's something there to wanting to. Who's the? What kind of doctor checks your colon? A, a cola uh, ass doctor. Uh, well, let's call him an ass doctor. Let's call her an ass doctor. I think there's something to wanting to fuck your ass doctor and like sneaking in clean poop so that she doesn't think you have you know unclean poop because then you're because oh, you're trying to impress she's her. She's dedicated with your feces. her whole life. You're trying to, to shit. impress yeah. her with your feces. You're trying to exact because she's dedicated her whole life to shit. So if yeah, you come know, in there with and like, she and she tests your microbiome. She doesn't like what she sees. You're not hitting that, especially sure not in the ass. Yeah, I'm sure it's a respected field, man, but I'm not taking no shit bird doctor home to my family. What is the I'm fascination not talking about taking her home with to, First of all, <laughs> she's probably loaded because how many shit doctors are there? There's probably a really small probably. pool of people who want to be shit doctors, so they probably have a huge market toilet share. Size, per toilet bowl size, tiny amount, little pond. There, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a little pond, but yeah, there's a lot pond. of f- like fish food in that pond. A lot of fish food in that pond. Everyone yeah. needs their ass checked. I mean, eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Right now, check. it's just taut. Is your ass doctor hot? Fort Knox. Every time I eat hot Cheetos. I don't know. Me and my asshole have never even met. I don't Damn. even know that dude. They uh, say you are what you eat, but I don't ever remember eating an oil painting. Uh, my relationship. Uh, <laughs> my that was because you were high on PHP. <laughs> and you ate the hell out Sorry. of that painting. I remember that night. That was a weird night. If I may, Sam. <laughs> The relationship yeah. between me and my butthole is similar to me and my neighbor. I don't make a fuss unless they're making a fuss. I like that. Okay. Yeah. And usually we don't even we don't even sure. know each other. You if he's know. lighting off fireworks, you call him the cops on him. Yeah. He's singing yeah. songs at yeah. three in the morning. He get a knock on the door. <laughs> in my sleep, they're charging the doors. Okay, they have a battering guys, ram. Are you guys separated by a yard, or is it like a row house? Situation? Do you shit yourself? When I you can't sleep? trust every time they yell fire. How yeah. about that? I think you should trust every time your butthole yells fire. <laughs> I. <laughs> well then. <laughs> no, that's a joke I have. Wouldn't be as productive. <laughs> I'm not. You know what? I'm not a super trusting guy, but hadn't let me down yet. Yeah, my my anus is uh, pretty consistent. And you're you young. No boy cried wolf. No boy cried wolf. You're uh, young. Well, sometimes you know you'd think that you're really sitting down for it, and it's just a couple farts. Yeah, but they're powerful farts, and yeah. I like the way they echo off the so, bowl. So you know, what? we got this out of the way right it's at the beginning of the podcast. We got all the shit talk out. Do you feel better? Do you feel <laughs> good? Done? Are you done? I'm so done. I, I like never want to do it. I, I never like, want to do it. You always want to bring fart, the poop. a fart that you think is going to be a poop is so powerful. So even when you fart into the bowl and it echoes off the bowl, it's, it's satisfying uh, enough that I'm not even mad. I didn't take a poop. God. It's, it almost hurts when it's at that point, Sam, though. Farts are just poops yeah. honking for passage. Thank you. <laughs> I would. I accept that. Okay. <laughs> I accept that wholeheartedly. Uh, does anyone have any skills? Um, <laughs> any any talents? Any natural-born talents? What? Just in general? Just natural in, born. You got to work at a talent, I think. Yeah. No, natural. No, no, no. Like you work singing? at a skill. You, you the, the talent oh, the is, talent. is Well, I mean, you can hone a talent. You hone a talent. Yeah, hone a talent. Yeah. You build a skill. 
you know, you feather your privilege. So a long bet wavelength. You You just kind of pet it because you know it's there. Heavy pet it? Yeah, I heavy pet it. We're we're almost getting off track here. You you can try one of my little tasty treats. That's pretty much a skill. I think maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good. That's a good skill. Yes. It's it's it's. It, I don't think that baking is a talent because maybe it is. I don't know. Oh, you Some kids just... probably come out cracking eggs. <laughs> yeah. Some of these little British kids come out with an accent already. It's separating egg yolks, doing yeah. the whole thing. Mom, these eggs terrible, <laughs> terrible. Says you didn't even try. <laughs> that just your Ringo accent. I got blisters on my fingers. No, but uh, yeah, no, British kids sound smart. It's been fun ha- seeing people on social media just gradually lose their minds over the last seven days. That's been pretty fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, yeah. a lot of these girls are starting to talk for their cats. Oh, we've been doing it all along. This is just yeah, lifting just the like, veil. Me and Sophie <laughs> checking in, letting yeah. you know that we're doing great. Yeah. She said she's ready for me to go back to work. What do you guys think? <laughs> she's such a little stinker. Talk to my cats constantly. Why wouldn't you talk? To, you don't. Is you don't the have point a cat? of getting a cat fish. so you can talk to it. Sure. And a plant too. Well, if you get your if you get your cat to laugh at your jokes, you know that you got a good one. Yeah, you were talking to my fish. I'm like, oh, you'll just talk to anything. Huh? I love fish. Yeah. I have a tattoo of a betta fish. I like betta fish. I have a connection with them. Yeah. Strange, solitary creatures. Cost ten cents. Last three months. Where do they live? <laughs> they la- They live way longer. I had a betta fish live for three and a half years. Not the way I work. <laughs> it's, fucking, it's the Hunger Games. Once they get in that tank. I had a fish. I had a betta fish that leapt out of the bowl, and I thought it was dead, and I was crying, and I called my friend, and she went to pick him up. She came over and picked up the fish, and he was alive, and she saved the fish, and he lived Whoa. for an extra two years. Yeah. Well. I know. Because they actually live in tiny little pools of water. That time. Yeah, that's how you can tell it's a shit pet when you think it's dead <laughs> until you pick it up. And then you're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> Does it live in crying. fresh water? Yeah. So like marshlands? Yeah, they live in like Thailand or something in little freshwater tiny pools. Oh. Yeah. And they just mess each other up. Brackish. Yeah. They live in brackish water. Love yes. that word, brackish. Brack- that's a good word, brackish. brackish. It doesn't make any sense in the context. You wouldn't like... Brackish, no, filled brackish. with stuff. Because what's a brack? Like, what makes something stuff. brackish? Is, is, yeah, is a brack just a thing? Brack's just stuff. It's like a stuff. widget. Brack. Yeah. Brackish. Yeah. Filled Toss with me stuff. that brack. Floatsam and jetsam. It's like a cat-like creature. Enough floatsam and jetsam create. Don't break my back for brack. Brack. <laughs> Don't break my back for brack, bro. Brack is the, yeah, brack is the original brock, I think. Mm-hmm. Brack. Brack. Brack is also, isn't that the name of the weird little... Um, Praying mantis thing on Space Ghost Coast to Coast. No, that's the cat. No, the there's cat another thing. one. His name's like Brack or something. Brack. Brack. No, Zorak. Oh, Zorak. I'm sorry. Is the the praying mantis. Okay, there we go. Zorak. And Brack. Oh, Zorak. We got a homie the at the door. Who's at the door? Is it's that Jonathan, jo- I think. Is that Joe Nathan? Yeah. Oh, he just came from growing weed. I don't think oh, so. Oh, he doesn't have he a beard. Did he do it? He, he, he transplanted today, I think. He I doesn't know. have a beard. Yeah, Joe Nathan shaved his beard. This guy has a beard. Oh, is he the, oh is he's he got the, a do rag. There on. was a questionably housed person that was sort of skulking around here earlier, and I was like, ah. Why do you call them questionably housed? When they're because off, like... because I don't I think the word homeless is stigmatizing. Oh, for the annoying people that that shit on the on the things that we like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for those people, oh, I'd yeah. hate to I'd hate to demean them. Yeah, well, there's 
I think it should wear at the end of the word cycle. All words that are like stigmatized, they have cycles. Like retard used to not be a bad word, and people right. just well, hear to it retard enough, people figure out to how down. to use it. You know? Yeah, no, if you're you're retarded, you you to retard is to slow down. So it's like if you're playing piano and you retard. Yeah, it's written on all the down, it's yeah. Written, yeah sheet music. Are yeah. they taking it off of sheet music now? Does it trigger no, trigger no, art students? No, you can students? still say oh. Does it retard. trigger them? I bet some are of they, them are triggered. I bet. Yeah. Sending in emails. I'm sorry. Can you call Mr. Bach <laughs> and tell him that this is triggering me? Yeah. Every time I talk about aspartame. Get Johan on the phone. And how it's in our gum and how it's a replacement for sugar because it's a fire retardant, but it's very sweet. Aspartame's a fire retardant? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, not supposed to look and every fire. time I bring that up, I feel like. I'm about antifreeze. to trigger someone. Yeah. Antifreeze. It's like reason. pancakes lighting retards dogs, on fire. Dogs and cats will often drink antifreeze <laughs> out of out of your garage because it's sweet. Yes. Antifreeze. Yeah. And so children sometimes That's how you can will point. Never mind. You can make a pretty good dry rub out of Danny. <laughs> uh, just a glaze. It's just a glaze. What glaze? Never done that? You don't want to put it in like someone's coffee every day for 10 years. Munchausen just a little by bit. proxy? Just a little bit. By proxy, just, just let them know you're just there. cut the brakes if you're gonna do it. You know, you know what? <laughs> no, do it in front of the the whole neighborhood. Just have a crazy conversation and a fight. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, you know. Just are we talking about murdering a loved one? What are we talking about right now? Well, antifreeze is, is famously well, just used if they're by, over sixty five and you think they're on their by way. By battered out. women, <laughs> Soylent Green is people. Yeah, it's, it's just people. like I want to go to ba- I want to be able to go back to Trader Joe's grandpa. So I just just gotta take care of this. It's day seven. Come on, let's get real. How many stories do you have? <laughs> Soulless monster. Yeah, just get him in the ground, you know? I'm kidding, obviously. Yeah, no, I I would be devastated if anything happened to your grandparents. Oh, All my grandparents are dead. I'm old. (laughs) They got out before the Rona got out. Yeah, absolutely. Either fish or cut bait. Wait, no matter what. Just just say a bunch of. (laughs) (laughs) What are they called? Um. What's the word for those? Clichés. Oh, that's right. A cliché. Fisher cut bait. Can't can't swing a dead cat around without hitting a comic in the face in here. I know, (laughs) which is another reason why we should get rid of all these dead cats. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I hate like, all those dead. I hate all those dead cat cliches, and I'm like, why? Why do they exist? Why are people so mean to cats? Like, you let the cat out of the bag. Them. Why you got the cat in the bag in the first place? Why are you because it's cats a secret bags? and you're not supposed to tell anybody. Yeah, but why would you? <laughs> but then why would you say it? Say you could let the secret out of the bag. Why are we talking about being mean to cats? Maybe because if, maybe if, if you're being in someone's yeah. mouth, more than one ways to skin a cat. Like what the fuck? How? Why would you want more one? Warmth, one scarf, warmth, <laughs> and they move around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it conquering your head gotta improvise they're they're wily especially when they're getting skinned i mean they don't want that yeah obviously there was a run on cats they're already agitated they've been in that bag forever gonna want to scratch around i know how did we domesticate something that could kill us got little we got had, little yeah you could domesticate anything when it's we little. had to we had to show them an example of what happened. Well, you, know the, you know those skinless Egyptian cats? Oh, yes. Yeah. I think they evolved without their hair because they were running around the tombs and shit. And the, and the, and the pyramids are really like 10,000 years old. Weren't chihuahuas yeah. bred for food? 
by the Mayans. Oh, Stop because it. and they and they did it without skin, so they would cook easy. Yeah. Whoa. You mean hair? No, yeah, the the one, not yeah, the true. not. Oh, it's a Maltese. It's not the not the though, Chihuahua. It's the one that has the little <laughs> steak. Right that'd be the terrifying. A skinless dog. A it comes steak. out just like Let's kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still think we should grow steaks as cancers on cows. I think that we should have That's a cow messing with Monsanto. Should, yeah, I know, but for some reason, but up up cow cancer doesn't have quite the ring to it. <laughs> I don't want to eat. A really nice, juicy cow cancer burger. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm trying to keep all the cancer out of my body. Have you not been paying attention? It's the Sh- one thing we hate. I don't even hate. talking about putting cancer in something. You're using cancer as an analogy because cancer no, cells I'm replicate. Say- right. right. I'm saying we g- genetically engineer some kind of cancer on the cow that Why grows that like a cancer? steak. Why just say a steak? So we just grow a steak on, oh, like on a the tumor, cow. Like a yeah, tumor. Yeah, like a tumor. No. We just, you can, ju- you so can we do don't have stem cells. You know what? So instead of killing it, let's just horribly mutate it yes! and make its entire life miserable. It doesn't have to be miserable. Like, because then everyone could, like, if I had a cow, it doesn't have be to be. Re- it doesn't cow. have to be miserable when it grows up on a farm and just gets an air gun to the head when it's ready to go. I love that movie. Just no the Country back. Girl, oh, yeah. Great movie. <laughs> That's the best, man. That was the, such a cool like yeah. bad guy weapon one of those cow oh, air guns shit. I sneaky love when he does it through the door to unlock oh yeah the when he used it on I the would, door yeah, handle just multi use yeah it's yeah. a great tool great weapon mm-hmm. for a sociopath buy it tool <laughs> oh dude speaking of sociopaths I watched a weird movie the other day that I'd never seen before have you seen the talented Mr. Ripley no oh yeah Dude, great movie, well, it's huh? A book, I love it. Yeah. I don't read the book because I'm smart. That was a good film, right? It was, it was a, good, a good film, yeah. yeah. But the book was better. The book is always better. Oh, the book was always better. The only time the book wasn't better was The Shining. Oh, or wow. any book with tits. True that. Why is it? But if a, you can't. Sorry, read, breasts. You can't read tits in a book and see it in your head. You have to see it in. For, you have to see. You it. don't have to, but it helps. Huh. Because they're not all the same. We're visual, yeah, but your, right? But you okay? But I just you're visual, but it's weird when you head, talk. You it's weird. It, it, it's weird when uh, Pancake talks about boobs while he's slowly eating a cinnamon bun. How? What? How? What do you think of that? Pretty tasty. Is it good. I baked them last night, so they're not as fresh as I'd want them to be, and I wish they were toasty. But I don't have a toaster. I'm gonna get here. in there. It looks good. It's fine. It's fine. It's what? just fine. What's that math spiral thing? What's that called? Uh, it's Fibonacci Fibonacci sequence it, well, it's There's a, that Yeah that, that I mean I roll it up thing. Like a snail The other one The universal principle Pareto's principle Pareto Oh I don't know that one Yeah I know the Fibonacci yeah. sequence I know pi And all the derivations There in with the You stuff. know pi Yeah I can make pies too I you make a any, Oh oh like pies I, like Well pi But then also pies in the oven Sam I, I the Pareto principle Is the 80-20 principle so the 80-20 principle, the Pareto principle, was based off this dude that was using it for beans. He was making all these different kinds of beans, and he was using different uh, male and female plants to try to create different bean sprouts, and he was realizing that 80% of the good yield was only coming from 20% of the crop. And then he applied it to economics and said that wealth, 80% of the wealth was only generated by 20% of the populace. And they That's always, true. A lot of people use it in business and in friends. They say yeah. 80% of your happiness is derived from 20% of your friend group. And therefore, if you could like cut, cut out the back 80 and only keep the 20% that are benefiting the most. And they use the same thing with client lists for sales and all kinds of stuff. Proto principles all over the place. Damn. I would never use math to ax a homie. Are you kidding me? That's a calculated way to do it. That's some sick shit. Yeah, dude. 
you know, the warm, heartfelt business world. No, it's called the cutthroat business world for a reason. Well, that that's the other little math game is that you are the mean or the median of your friends. So you're, if your eight closest friends, I don't you're the one. Shit. You're you're in the middle. You're the no. <laughs> so chaotic good. Is it good? Do you I like it? I don't buy that shit that you're the average of like your five friends or something. No. Like that. I've heard that. And I don't think I'm the average of you guys. Like, what, you think it, you're better than us? No, what? no. Huh? I, do, I don't think, think there's a, I don't think it's a sliding scale. I don't, I don't like, I think there are too many personalities and archetypes that you're just somehow the average of everyone you're around. Like, because A, shit, shit influences you at different parts of your life and you don't just forget about that. Have you heard this principle that's like, like you're the average of your five friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard yeah. it was the eight. Yeah, it might have been when you, one of you guys had mentioned it to me. It was it was Cal- Kelvin that. Iceman Zero told me about it. Oh, I heard about it before. It said you're the you're the sum of you're the, the median. The, so the eight people that you sum total time with. and then divide, and that's where you are. Yes, I suck. No, it's okay. too mathy. That's too like no. Wanting, I know. I don't to, think like, Wanting to answer a question that probably can't be answered. What is, is, my, is what is my I? worth? No, or what is my I? self-worth? Not, I know who I am. I just don't know what I'm worth. <laughs> what have I become? Jerky. I got the jerky. So I just came back from Safeway. My jerky's better than any jerky in Safeway. I'm going to be pretentious it, about that. It's not about that. Okay. Easter is canceled, so everything is already half-priced. Cadbury eggs out there. Yep. Catholic Church is like, Jesus got to stay in the cave for three or four more days. All right. Or weeks. The Pope just uh, said, because now he, he just let the Catholic Church know that it's okay to just pray to, to God themselves. Oh, wow. You instead don't have to go going to a priest. Instead of going to confession. <gasps> Wow, so said, that's said, a big thing. He said temporarily. That's a big fucking thing. You don't have well, to have a go What the fuck? Through. You mean I can do It took the pandemic. Long? Yeah, that's you mean crazy. just like every other religion. Yeah, but they were just like, oh, no, no. So if you can't make it into a confession uh, for now, it'll be good enough. For wow. You to just pray to God yourself. For now? Well, yeah. Because, yeah. Well, so the Catholics believe that you don't speak to God yourself, that you have to have a go-between. You have the priest. That's why they And exist. even when you're by yourself, you speak to Mary or you speak to a conduit. You can't speak directly to the Lord. Crazy, right? Yeah. Mm. Mary, Mother of Christ. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is it? weird yeah, because, Mary, like, she probably doesn't even have, women. like, she probably doesn't even, like, have her office email hooked up. No, she still has like hot those, mail. those prayers are probably just bouncing off into yeah. the ether. I don't think she's actually She never updated in. her outlook. She's been in Hotmail for a long time. She's right? got a private server. God's like, oh, come on, can we just get a sauna so we can get all these tasks figured out? <laughs> Silicon Valley's doing a lot of cool stuff. Task management apps. Where's the apps. ping pong table in heaven? Yeah, I know, right? They're using Slack. There's They're no trying kegerator? to get it together. Are you kidding me? Kegerator? Come on. I make. Uh, I just give me some water. I know. You know. I, you know this trick. Ah, <laughs> you know this. That's so great. Just get the sparklets. And get Jesus near, and where everybody's fine. <sighs> yep. Bloods of Christ. What are we gonna do? With what? Without the crackers. <laughs> To be to be the the body of Christ. The Eucharist. When the when the wine, of, and the blood the blood of Christ dries up. What, what are we, we going to do? One year for um, for the um thing because you know they have hunky Jesus at Dolores Park which they won't have this year, but I made little pot Eucharists so I made tiny little mm. bread things and I put a little cross on all of them and walked around. Gave I just them gave them to gave them to random gave Christians. Gave them to random people. They were like two milligrams a piece. They were no biggie. 
But I was just giving everybody. I was like, "Body of Christ, broken for you." I had his weed in it. Oh, <laughs> I just walked nice. around and gave it to everyone in the you park. Said, uh, at least you said it. Of course, I'm not gonna. I don't. I like, just thought you were dosing Christians. No, I don't dose people. I, I would worried. never dose anyone without their knowledge. I would Thank never, you. ever, ever do that. It's good to know. I would never do that. I would <laughs> never waste my drugs on you without you knowing that I'm wasting my drugs on you. Fuck off. Oh, that's good. That's a good <laughs> Are point. Are you kidding? I take the drugs myself. I don't want to be like, oh, I secretly gave you drugs. Fuck you. I want the credit for it. It's not very Christ-like of you. <laughs> no, of course not. I want the credit for the gift. Was Christ even that Christ-like? Yeah, probably. I think in, that's why they had that In times like work. this, I really, I really wonder what would Lemmy do? Drink a rum and coke, bitch. <laughs> Lemmy? Lemmy? Yeah. Yeah, you're lost. They don't know who Lemmy is. Yeah. No. You should watch Eat the Rich. It's a movie. Eat the Rich is based off of a very long, drawn-out thing, right? When the rich is coming with all these different requests, right? Or the yeah. poor are. How many times did you McConaughey eats the rich. today, Nathan? Uh, not a lot today. I was there. Oh, yesterday. I was there two hours yeah. today, at least. What? <laughs> oh, no, because we were talking about his Instagram. That's right. Yeah. No, you Matthew McConaughey's Instagram. impressions for two hours? No. Not by choice. <laughs> You were clearly enslaved. by choice. He Venmoed me. Enslaved he, you? He Venmoed me. How many dollars per impression? What's the going rate? It was by the minute. To Nathan do an impression? It depends. It was by the minute. It's like some 1-900 line. You're, call, you're getting Venmoed 10 cents every minute or something. Except this time, line. I was in the same room, so he had to pay double. Um, yeah. And we were both naked. So. You need to say that. Who's got the better body? He, um, Absolutely pancake, hands down. <laughs> I'm a little modest. <laughs> I don't like to show off. Dude's got, it's got, he's just stacked. This is reminding me of the scene where Patrick Swayze and and um, and uh, Farley are dancing together for Chippendales. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> a funny bit. Mm. <laughs> and he's. Like, you do kind of look like Swayze. <laughs> It's like, you really got the moves, man. You really, I really think you got this one. <laughs> Dude, I'd let you cl mold clay from behind me. I'll, I'll catch you. Oh, will you? Mm-hmm. You better, I'm coming at you full tilt. <laughs> you better, you don't forget that, Pancake. I'm coming at you. I gotta work you, you on my You said you let him mold body. clay? I'd let him mold clay from behind me, yeah, like Ghost. That's like Another popular Patrick Swayze that's song. so sensual. Yeah, it's a pretty sensual experience. I was thinking Roadhouse hey, hey, this Pancake. whole time. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, hey Pancake. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to put your hands in the clay, man. <laughs> Let's not go there. That's a, that's a direct quote from McConaughey. McConaughey's Instagram has the most laughable captions of all time. Just watching him try to put stuff together. He's just watching the show. He's like, man, dreamers doing, man. It's just dreamers doing. <laughs> that's got to be microdosing caption. mushrooms or something. <laughs> and then it was like yeah, the, one of his one of his posts was just his pants, his linen pants, and flip flops on the ground in front of him, and it was just like sign of a good long night. <laughs> 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 it was just linen pants with like his belt buckle and flip flops, like 166,000 likes. Just like sign of a good night right there. Pants on the ground. I will say the way linen pants sit. When they've been tossed on the ground, it's kind of magical. Satisfying. It's ripply. It's like a, like a small creek, like a bubbling brook. There's one of him next to his RV. It's just like taking these concrete rivers all across America. Oh, concrete <laughs> rivers. Oh, my God. What an artist. What an artist. And that's when we laugh because it was just like him pointing and like giving directions to a camera guy. And his caption was like, hands in the clay. <laughs> it's like, we're getting dirty. We're in it, man. <laughs>
It's such a ridiculous thing. I love it. 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 Is anyone going to paint their eggs? When is Easter? It's like next week. I'll, yeah, I'll... Um, you going to paint your eggs? Sure. I'll paint some eggs. I've already blown out some eggs. Do you have any paint them white left? I have a bunch of eggs, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Paint it black. Yeah, um, I like... I, I like eggs. I like Easter time. I like rebirth and mm. I like, you know, you candy. Like afterbirth? No, I like I like those Cadbury cream eggs that are like all you gooey and You gotta mix it with weird. V8. That's how it... Afterbirth and yeah, V8? That's, that's, V8. It's your favorite chaser in the morning? It's a good cocktail. Yeah. All right. Morning after. Yeah. Yeah, I just say have two four locos and you'll <laughs> you'll abort whatever's Jeez, inside old, you. Old school four locos before the recall. Those remember, mess you up. That stuff was basically do kerosene. Remember, do you remember Spark even before four locos? Yeah. The Q on the end. It was K, and it was um. I just wanted it. I don't even know that. No, it was it. It was orange and and um silver cans and oh they were so good and they had a six to seven and eight percent alcohol depending <laughs> but that's the thing is that four loco was like 12 percent yeah. well that was the thing that's why they were good four is that they were like wine. normal it's like an india pale kerosene yeah i used to drink them at this bar over ice and i'd have four of them in a night and so i'd be pretty wit ripped but i'd be so awake i'd be like who wants a ride home this was before my dui and so i drive everybody <laughs> oh, home i'd be like i have four four locos tonight i don't give a fuck where are we driving el cajon let's do it <laughs> Jeez. All the way out. So ridiculous. Yeah. El Cajon? Is El, El Cajon. Oh. El Cajon is like deep San Diego. Oh. Yeah, so. Sorry. No, that was good. I've been having lots of San Diego memories today. I wrote some poems about it. I wrote some poems about it. I've been to, oh, talking God. to a lot of people who just say names of people in their life and they just expect me to know who they are it's or like care. Right? It's it's really uh oh what are you guys talking yeah, about? They're having secret conversations with Oh, what is this? Oh, I was just <sighs> You're wearing a hat that says 60 minutes. Yeah. Is that how long it takes you yeah, to usually. get her to come? Typically, yeah. Yeah, cuz I'm a I'm a generous lover. You can't do it in under 10. What is what is this a race? Well, you gotta get her. You gotta get her off. That's the that's the name of the game. How? Yeah. <laughs> Tell, Tell us, pancake. pancake. Well, how do you how do you do it, buddy? You guys have never been Tell tortured uh, the way I have. Okay, so you just acquire, you're gonna have to explain yourself like a gimp. You just acquire like some things when you go through a hard life. Before we get to this, I have to say it's six o'clock, and if you're tuning into House of Pride, this is not House of Pride. This is kind Papusa is. Caucus. Uh, I mean, it's Papusa technically Caucus, House of Pride. But I mean, it is House of Pride. I mean, but I'm sure Pancake's proud of how we. This is. The t- I'm just letting the people know if you are tuning in because you want to listen to Tweeka Turner and House of Pride. And um, but that's not happening. This is uh, this yeah. is just this is, this is more this of is, an ode to Pancake's phallic hubris. And this is the opposite of what you guys are expecting because this is just Pancake's about to describe yeah, some straight ass sex. Let you know, just some man on ass. Now I'm straight ass completely out of the game. Lay it down. down. You guys. Okay, had have your we moment. built it up too much? Did yeah. we? Are we gonna jump the shark now? Yeah. Um, Tell us about it. That's what Pancake calls it. Henry Winkler. (laughs) He calls it jumping the shark. There's a guy named Henry Winkler. Yeah, Werner von Braun. You all love him. Yeah, it's a a reference to Happy Days when they jumped it. Yeah, everyone knows. He made the V2 rocket, man. There's a person you love. You think he's so cool, but his name is Henry Winkler. Yeah. 
the fonts. Yeah? Yeah, Henry Winkler. You can have a name like Henry He's still super cool. Winkler. Yeah. And you can he owns be it. the fonts. He lives it. He lives the Winkler. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sure. No, so yeah. tell us about how you get all these girls off. Okay. Winkler. So you, yeah, you're going to need some equipment. At least four AA batteries. Whoa. Oh, I get it. A lot of voltage. It. You're going to need two nine volts. The best part is Pancake doesn't even have to be in the room for a this. A nine iron the, the, yes. and an ice cube. <laughs> the the nine volt batteries are for the smoke detectors. <laughs> now, it's going to be generating a lot of body heat. <laughs> now, I don't lube. I don't lube up, okay? I like, uh, if you ever rubbed your hands together to warm up, uh, have you ever done that and not stopped? Just just rubbed your hands Straight together. Straight friction. Just yeah. lots and lots of you friction. You self-lubricate at that point. Yeah, now. but I've seen you walk up two stairs before. There's liquid somewhere. <laughs> There's... You just got to... Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't have corona. Um, I no. don't have a fever. No, no. Kids porous, though. It was raining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you live on in the Presidio with a sea breeze. Every every gust is a gentle misting. Okay, so a nine iron double A battery is a nine lightness. volt, yes. and what else? Okay, a nine iron. Um, I left the list at home. I don't keep it on a digital. Refer to the good book. Uh, the good book. It's at home. Don't start the clock. No, this is important for you. Tell us. <laughs> There's. Tell us what you do, Pancake. Don't well, touch that. Like like I said, in, in under ten said. minutes, in under ten minutes, she's gonna be fully satisfied. Okay. Neat. Now, have you ever heard of ether? <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is gonna be important in about two minutes. Um, right, let me break it down step by step in real time. And your time's up. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 hourglass doesn't even go to like 30 seconds. Know, it goes to like 36. I know, but if you can't even explain it in 30, how do you expect us to think you 36. can do it in 10? Why does a hourglass go to 36 seconds? And for Sam, that's his story. You try and make a hole that small, man. It's a small this hole. This is this is how narrow my urethra is. That's frightening. No, this is actually quite large for a human uh, If you put your finger male. over it, does it spray like a like a hose? Like yeah, oh. you, you can create <laughs> enough pressure. <laughs> still there, Uncle Brad? You still listening? Thanks, this, Uncle Brad. Thanks got, for sticking it out. This got off just like get the rails. some moss off a brick wall. Can't you? I mean, you think. I mean, my hole's too big to have fun like that, but... Because you can't you you can't possibly shoot it in any particular direction. No, no, no. That's why you got to do the crazy squat. I mean, I just think it's yeah, but guys, yeah, you can can, if you got enough buildup, you can. (laughs) You got enough torque. You can create enough pressure. You got to do that thing they do in fighter jets. You just gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just hook it. Just hooking. Just build up enough pressure inside of you while peeing, while at the same time just squeezing your tail. That's the male kegel. That is the male kegel. Well, you do it sometimes where there's a clinger on the bowl. You like try to, you're like, you know, I can take care of this. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Absolute, absolute <laughs> clinger. You guys are madmen and young and virile, okay? Yeah. Well, your you pee s- doesn't come out strong. If you, s- <laughs> you, you know what I worry if about hitting a clinger time? on the side of the bowl? You know what I worry about hitting a clinger on the side of the bowl? You know when you're ripping on the side of the bowl already, like you're just shredding the half pipe and you're going on the yeah. china? 
and you're getting splats, like you're getting just a little bit of splats from the hard surface. Splats. If you hit a clinger that's on a hard surface, like on the edge of the bowl, you might get some poop splats on the wall. You know what I'm saying? Wow. For you know what distance. I'm saying? Because 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 when you're just hitting raw well, wall and you're not hitting, it's you're not even hitting like the rim of the water. You're hitting like the side of the china. You, it's fit, there's it's no fit, way to yeah, do that porcelain. without getting yeah, splats sure. outside the bowl. It's just what's ha- it's just what's well, happening. Pancake pee is like one of those fog fountains in a Chinese restaurant. Now I will say the angle. You of know, the like with is, the ball that rotates and it just kind of slowly drips down. So, but this means that you took a dump while you were sitting down and then you lifted the bowl and decided to pee and then you're. No, you to came get it back to the... it because clingers can survive flushes. That's the thing about a clinger. But you take care... on there. You don't take care of it at the moment that it happens. Absolutely you not. No. Absolutely no. not. I just, seen... I just shamed myself this by is... shitting. I want to go cry. This is this is go... this, these are the we'll actions the of a per... These are the actions of a person with a house cleaner. <laughs> no, 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 no. Clingers, clean no. That doesn't clean the toilet after they're done pooping. You just first of all, I take all out. my shits here at you know, Oh, <laughs> so this is this is well, this is where he does most of his joke writing. Yeah. And that's when he feels here? inspired. I do, I do. A, a way it because it's like a stimulus package to my brain, yeah. and stimulus packages always are shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. Oh. It just came to me on the spot. Can you believe that? Yeah. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, the comedic mind of Sam Carroll. <laughs> I'm a genius. He's the genius, and he talks a lot about poo. Yeah. Well, it's relatable. It is relatable. Everybody poops. That's no, a... no, that's not true. That's not true. Oh yeah, Kim Jong Un. Some people have colostomy bags, and we should feel terrible for those people and not punch down. Yes, <laughs> because it might because it might spill. It'll definitely spill. Shit. Yeah, you can't punch in that <laughs> direction. Punch them in the face if you see yeah, that. Exactly. Please. <laughs> You're still punching down though, because they're. And then, for God's sake, don't look down. They're already exactly. down there. Wait, what? Oh, sorry, I'm oh. laughing and I can't see now. Tears in my eyes. Blah. Well, dropping the gems here. Yeah, this is a fun time. Thanks for having us. Yeah, sure. Happy happy birthday week. Yeah, usually if you have a birthday on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. that would mean that you would either be partying hard last weekend or you would have started on Tuesday and it would be going through this entire weekend. So, mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, I know. It looks like you're not twisting in either direction. And that there's only so there's sad. so many so many white claws in San Francisco. <laughs> are they to... are they on the they're on lockdown too now. There's... They are. I had to fist fight three Karens for one. <laughs> Laura, I need my white up. claws. I like them. You don't even need them. Just drink beer. You're a boy. Yeah. They only have 100 no, calories. No, I need them. <laughs> don't touch my white claw. Kill them. Kill them both. Uh, has it always been this way that they're they're locking up batteries at supermarkets? It depends on the na- neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. It depends on the neighborhood. Just like in my neighborhood, all of the, um, what is it called? Oh, deodorant and fucking toothpaste is all locked up because you can't buy that yeah. with food stamps. Yeah, but I see so it everywhere it. now. Every supermarket. Dude, go to Marin. It's all out on the street. <laughs> yeah, you, you can just leave it outside. You can get toothpaste on Marin really? Street. No. For like nope, not, for, not with food stamps, though. No, oh. from the people who steal it from the Walgreens. Right. And they that, sell it right see, outside. There you go. But it's the same thing. It is. It is. They might have just had one suck out of it. Uh, like the... mm, oh, gross. Mm, mm. Hostess. That makes me think of that movie where um, all the guys and the rugby team got trapped in the mountains and they ate toothpaste and then they ate each other. Oh, oh. was that Invictus? Oh. 
One of them that died. Should have eaten each other and then brushed their teeth with the toothpaste <laughs> after. That's no, they <laughs> ate the toothpaste first to try to survive, and then one of them died. And then they're like, "Well, we got to eat our buddy." Last them like a lunch, but just the morning of the. <laughs> well, first no, it day. was frozen like, up there, so they kept him frozen, and they took off pieces of him and cooked it, and then they all survived. Whoa. And then one of them went away, and they didn't whoa. think he was going to come back, and he did. Was I this would, a true story? It's a true story. Yeah, it's about a soccer team, like a. They were either Peruvian or Argentinian or Chilean. I think they were Chilean. And they got their plane went down the mountains and then they ate toothpaste and then ate each other. Whoa. Yikes. I'd save the toothpaste for after. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Don't get a I don't you know. add a tag on it. My question, <laughs> my question was always like, nah, if, if they had skin tags, if you're, floss, but. if you're starving and you eat your own ass, will you survive because of the calories in your ass or will you die because you'll bleed? What if you could cauterize? Okay. It's like, it's so like, like recycling if, your pee. Kind of. So yeah. Like, so if you like, let's say you're, you're starving, you're starving and you cut off your thigh or your thigh, your calf. And like, you find a oh, way yeah. to like, you find a way to like cauterize it so you don't bleed out and you eat it. You, is it You'd better have to start to external. Yourself? No, no, no. So like oh. with butts or like main, like big movers like oh, that, your hips like and quads, living. you need those for basic movement. So you'd have to start with toes or fingers. Right. So I but thought about that too. Toes not a lot too. of meat. It's mostly butt. Yeah, I know. Right. But that would have the most bang for your buck as far as lean meat, like lean protein that isn't going to uh. make you completely unable to function. And if you do take something from your butt or your quad, that's one of your main movers. You're not going to be able to have good motor skills. So you're not going to be able to run away. Oh, you know what? So your arm. So I take it from the yeah, fatty little, part little of fatty my part arm. Under the arm. Yeah, that's sure. a safe bet. Okay. We're missing a key element here, guys. We Ears to... and noses, too. No, I wouldn't do that. We no. have to cure have to stay pretty. meat. You have to cure human meat. No, you meat. cook it. You cook it over a fire. No problem. No, no. Yes. That's why they say don't eat pork. Yeah, but if you're eating yourself, if you had anything, you're going to give it back to yourself, so it doesn't matter. Maybe. But that's the question. If you eat yourself, will you survive or will you not? Like, Because the calories are inside you trying to keep yourself alive. And if you take them off yourself, is it just like you're reaching food singularity? Well, no, because it wouldn't have to nurture as much of your body as it had to before. Right, because you cut, because you cut some of it off. I think it'd be a net loss, you know, anyway. Yeah, you okay. yeah. energy <laughs> is being expended it. by your brain. Without even moving, you're expending energy. Heard it here for, for, first. Uh, heard it here first, folks. Don't eat yourselves. <laughs> it's not worth it in the long run, though the short-term benefits are tempting. <laughs> They're just the things I think about. That's all. These are the Strange. kind of scenarios that make me want to carry just a bag of heroin on me at all times. Right. Just in case the shit ever hit the fan. If I you have just to go out high as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have to pull the trigger, don't yeah. make oh it not God. hurt. Just, yeah, just push the plunger, not pull the trigger. I wonder how badly the fentanyl dealers are getting hurt, hit by this. Oh, I was walking down Leavenworth on the way here, and the entire world is the same. There are just as many people out on the street. It was like a fucking party. Really? I walked down Leavenworth just to walk down it, and it was like... There's no six feet, six feet between yeah. tents. Like everyone's tents are way closer than six feet, and everyone's congregating super close together and like drinking on the street. Oh my god, forty! No one gives a fuck in the tenderloin right now. Forties on the street, people drink. Everyone's shooting up. It's a nice ass day. It's a nice ass day. Oh, it was, shoot I, up on a nice day. I was walking down the sunny side of the street. Tons of people. Somebody, a couple different people asked me for shorts, and I gave them cigarettes because I was like, you don't want to take my Corona shorts, and they were like, I don't care, baby. It's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, man. If it's out there, I got it. Yeah. So they oh. were, but it was really weird because the tenderloin was hopping. Like I almost took pictures to be like, "Look how many people are out." Uh, you yeah, need but a, you, you don't need want a to... newspaper to prove prove it. 
Oh, I just, I mean, I saw, I saw it in my head. It was good. My own edification. Yeah, um, fucking Tenderloin is, everyone's out. And there's plenty of drugs down there. People were trying to sell me drugs the whole way there. People were so nice. They were telling me I looked cute. Um, they said I looked. There was someone, he's like, oh, you got, you got your apocalypse style on today or something. And I was like, yeah, bro. And he's like, trees? I'm like, I don't need no trees. And they were like, oxys or oxys. So it was the same drug sales down Leavenworth as, as per usual. As per usual. Yeah. Well, you, you are looking cute, but they'll say anything to get in your pocket. Thanks, Pancake. I'm wearing I'm wearing tits on my tits though today. Did you see? I'm wearing. No, I didn't. I'm wearing a that. naked. I'm wearing um, is Madonna. Oh, this is Madonna circa nice. whatever she did. That's 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 how Bush should look. See it? See that? Bush? See, people said she was like some curvy guy. See but that? She's Bush? got abs right there. Yeah, and this is. This is from... Um, Happy birthday, Mr. President. This is from like 91 or the sex book that she put out. And she just like, yeah, there you go. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> no one noticed the tits on my tits today. I'm surprised. I'm like, really, guys? No one noticed that I found It's in black lady. and white. Okay. Yeah, Does, I know. Is that even an image? It's more shades of gray. It is. It's 50 shades of gray. It's on a gray <laughs> t-shirt, so yeah. <laughs> I know. We're dropping all the gems. You're listening to uh, MutinyRadio.fm if you are. If you want to call in, feel free to use the phone number that you've probably seen on a Facebook message. 415-550-0511. You heard it here first. 415-510-055441. And tell no, us. we're not. Well, hey. Tell us who your God is. Do you want to be yeah, entertaining, Sam? Let us is know. that a spliff or is that a... We could smoke it in here. I'm pulling yeah. back. Oh, hell yeah. What's up? But, not, but none of this like before the other night where you smoked like 12 fucking spliffs and you're just like, this is so No, the windows were closed. Went, you didn't it, even notice. building up inside of us. Well, I, but I can't smell it anyway. But that's the thing is I have to care about all of us here. Do you have the, the, there's the, um, the, uh, I've got a lighter. No, I want to miss a thing. Are we oh, gonna, gross. Is anyone, is anyone going to curate art in the apocalypse? Dude, I've written like seven poems. I'm totally making a poetry book. I mean, I'm, well, that is art, but... but like not words. the art you like? Oh, okay, fine. Words... Can you... I'm being a bitch. Uh, I mean, paintings can be reprinted. No, you have oppositional defiance disorder. I've looked it up. Go ahead, Pancake. What Paintings can be reprinted, and books can be reprinted, but a painting You can is... look up wrong stuff. Y- yeah. You can look up wrong stuff? Yeah. There's all kinds of misinformation. Just because you looked it up doesn't mean it's true. Fair. Yeah. yeah. You can look up incorrect information all the time. Yeah. Uh, like, there was no moon landing. Yeah. No, 100% hoax. You. CNN. Stuff like that. <clears throat> We yeah. landed on the moon. We didn't have the technology to Sure it. did. We landed on the moon, but people didn't land on the moon. Yeah, they did. Up. I saw the footage. There was no person. One small the step Slow-mo was very difficult to do back then. You either had to shoot it at 10 feet per second and rewind it to 30 feet per second or the other way around. But people just didn't have the technology to make that much slow-mo footage of the time. They, when they were walking around the moon. We never I'll, do a, I'll do the thing on the video. Case though, so. cracked. There's. Okay, we can agree to disagree. Bum, 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 
bum. I know bum. I'm right. It's fine. No, no, no. We don't need to look this up right now. Please don't. Please, God, don't. Please, God, don't. Please, God, don't. Please, God, don't. That's all I had to say. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Kubrick was a fucking Watch the debunking of it. boss. Kubrick was a boss. Kubrick was a genius. 16 no, million people in the United States. We can't keep believe. talking about this if I can't pull this up. Okay, no, we won't. All right, yeah, we won't do it. We don't do We're it. Not we don't do it. You know why I think nope. everyone believed Kubrick was a jerk and like hard to deal with? Maybe because he knew too much. And that's how, you know, a lot of alcoholics are just very intelligent people who drink to get past what they know. And there are a lot of dumb people who become alcoholics because they think it's romantic, but they just don't realize they sound like idiots. That's true. Or they're just trying to get all the voices to go away. Okay. Dallas Al- Buyers Alcohol is a definite helper for certain forms of writing. Uh, I've definitely, I definitely used alcohol as a poet in my early poetry years because it helps you be sad and feel things. Those poets sound, probably sound hilarious. Like, There's no cheese whiz left in my house. <laughs> an ode to thee. <laughs> I wrote an ode to Charles Shaw. I was very funny. Mm. Was yeah. he in moving pictures or was no, it before that? No, it was the two, two book chucks that is ignorant, lush, not knowing of your unique crush. Oh. Bottled flavor every quarter. I might become largest supporter, despite slurring on street corners. That's just the middle stanza. Anyways, I wrote this big, long, long ode. Like the Jabberwocky. To uh, Charles Shaw. Oh, do you know Shakespeare? A little bit. Do you know Sonnet 116? I have his fully collected works. I don't know if I have that one memorized particularly. What is it he about? He doesn't want to smoke our weed. Um, uh, Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart was posting, uh, his, he was reading the sonnets, hmm. and it, it got huge um, ratings, so he just he's been posting all week. Oh, Got a so. fabulous voice for did it. you did anybody see my hilarious joke today that Metallica has been using Zoom to because they need they too need stage time. Lars needs stage time. He's a Larsicist. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, Lars That's true. He's really posting on, on Yeah, Zoom. Lars needs stage time so bad Metallica has been zooming concerts every night because they're fucking pussies like the rest of us. They're like, no one's paying attention to me. I don't know how to live my life. I thought you know he's doing it right. You know doing it right? Ronald Schwarzenegger. I- Arnold Schwarzenegger has a, a donkey